to Build a Drone Reviewer Podcast, Episode 81, Rotor Talk Live, 10,000 Subscriber Celebration Rebroadcast. Cut that coming up next. As you, many of you know this year, I recently celebrated a great milestone with the channel as I have 10,000 subscribers. We had a very special evening where I was privileged to have a number of the who's who in the drone community, uh, including Rick Smith, Kelly Shores, Bill Thomas, Ken Dono, Marcus Crawford, and Ron Braun. So without any further ado, let's play that rebroadcast in its entirety. Salmon right there. Oh, mm. everyone. Welcome to Rotor Talk Live Season 3, Episode 34, Mavic Air 2 updates and 10K subscriber uh, celebration. want to welcome all my very distinguished guests. I, I have the cream of the crop as far as drone reviewers are concerned, okay? Um, you know, uh, Billy was unable to make it here, but, you know, I, well, I have the number one behind me back here, Valerie, okay? So, so, so that's so that's good. And then uh, Marcus is here tonight. We got Rick Smith tonight. We got Ken, Ken, Mr. Original Dobo here tonight. We got Kelly Shores on vacation, dedicated to showing up tonight. And we have Mr. Bill Thomas here tonight. And hopefully, we might be joined by Ron and maybe Brian Singleton as well. So, um, gentlemen, let's take it around the room. How's everybody doing? Um, a little bit of an update. Go for it, Marcus. Doing well, Bill. Uh, as you all are fond of saying, it's a great day to fly. I uh, went out yesterday out of the Snake River Canyon and messing around with that Femi X8SE. Burned through a couple of batteries out there with uh, took, took my wife with me. We had a great time. Awesome. Rick, how are you? Doing well. We just uh, had that tropical storm roll through Jersey, so I've been out of power for the last six days. We finally came back up. <laughs> Last night, uh, and I got a ton of footage to edit. I know Dobo and you guys beat me with the uh, Mavic Air 2 update, but uh, I'll have the DJI Fly update up tonight, and I'll have that one up tomorrow. So I'll be curious about your thoughts. Awesome. Kelly, how, how are things I, I would, for you? I always wait to go last on those updates, and then I can just you know watch you guys' videos, take notes, and regurgitate what you say. So that's, that's my plan. No, so I did something super awesome today. So, so cool. Uh, I flew my first bando. You guys know what a bando is? It's a, it's a yes. ba uh, abandoned building, abandoned. Uh, so I flew an abandoned putt putt golf course today. Like, oh, wow! Seriously, it is it is a putt putt golf course that has a full size. Uh, well, I'll say full size, a giant replica of a freighter. It has a replica of the Thousand Island Bridge that goes across from the U.S. to Canada. It has a replica of this big tower that's over on the Canadian side. It, it was awesome. And nobody was there. I plowed through that thing. It was a little windy. And I actually lost signal a couple times. I had to go searching for my drone. But I'm going to go. I'm going to make a video about that um, using the DJI uh, digital FPV system, which mm -hmm. if, if any of you guys have, have not had a chance to try it, you've got to try it. It's so amazing. Awesome. Mr. Bill Thomas, how are you this evening? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. I uh, just want to say congratulations, Bill, on 10,000 subscribers. You know, good job. Glad that you've gotten there and keep going. Um, and today happens to be my birthday. I turned 55 today. Well, so, very happy birthday. So, 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 so
That's the reason I have this. My wife got this for me. Oh, that's uh, your birthday oh, present. Wow. Yes. You are you are a very blessed man, I'll tell you that. Yeah, so but other than that, just the same stuff. Uh I did update the firmware on my Mavic Air 2, so I'm sure I will jump in with that discussion in a little bit. And as usual, we still do the show on Wednesday nights, drone therapy. Uh, with the present crew that we've got this week, we're going to do drone therapy recommends. So it's going to be kind of an off the wall thing. I'm actually going to recommend food this week. So just to show that we're not just drone heads all the time. <laughs> Ken, how are you doing, my friend? I'm good. I, I I guess God struck me down for making fun of Kelly's internet. My internet literally went out after I started razzing him about it. Dude, look at my angel, my angel glow. You really can't. I know you're messing with my internet, man. That's that was too weird. I literally made fun of his internet and then bam, my internet went out. So random. Well, you know, tonight we're gonna I'm I'm gonna gonna start out with this. You know, I want to thank all of you for you know your mentoring, help, assistance um through 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 these past couple of years. You guys have all been awesome. Your advice has always been spot on. And uh, first of all, a huge thank you to all of you. And then to all the subscribers. I mean, you know, and you guys are, you guys absolutely rock. Um, you know, and that's the reason that you see all of us here. It's the reason we do this. You know, I know, no, I know Ken's in it for the beer, but, um, you know, <laughs> and maybe me occasionally, but, you know, we're, we're here because we, and Kelly too. And, you know, we're, we're here because we like doing what we're doing, okay? You know, we're, we're getting probably considering, you know, most of us, you know, it's it's not, a, it's not, it's nothing to write home about the money that we get. I don't do it for the money. I do it because I like, I like flying drones and I like helping you guys out. And your responses back are always fantastic. And I know everyone on this panel feels the same way. So with that said, okay, now we're going to have a giveaway and I wanted to get, I want to get this announced before we before before we go on much further now the it's going to be super easy all right and i want to give everybody a chance to to enter okay so that means you know people are going to watch the stream after we're done tonight so in order to do that what i'm going to i'm going to make it real simple you can just comment um put a comment in the comment section okay and we're going to choose everybody from the comments section now it's even going to be applied to international i'm going to going to do that as well and now here here's the list of prizes okay and actually i got them i got them here to show everybody so any comment any comment at all any comment at all okay. okay all right now this is prize number one and i know i know kelly knows um knows this one I, i've got one of those i've got one of those at my office it's, except it's white He's got he's got the white one, okay. Yep. And I know yep. Ron and Marcus have one of these. Oh yeah. Okay. So actually, that's actually a funny thing too, Bill. Um, so so we have a studio at our office where we shoot a lot of videos. Your your mug has been in a lot of like corporate videos over time. <laughs> it, just, it just happened to be the one sitting there and somebody's sipping on it while they're you know delivering a speech to their company. So um awesome. You can use awesome. a lot. Well, we're going to have, there's going to be two of these here. So there, that's, that's, that's the first, that's the first prize. Now, if you could reach behind you, give me the t-shirt. Do you want me to model it? And Valerie will model the t Well, yeah. <laughs> okay. The second <laughs> is going to be like a night shirt on her. It, it looks very big. Yeah, yeah it is it very is big. Heavy. So we're, that's going to be number two. 
And what size is this, honey? Well, oh, it's that's not well. No, that's I'm gonna order. Oh. I'm gonna order. Oh, Rain boy, extra large. We'll probably we'll get that but, in a second. Yeah, I will say, in my experience, because I I I give out a lot of T-shirts, um, that the drone community tends to like the XL and above sizes. Yeah, that and that's why that's why that's what we're gonna go with. Is that because we tend to be that size or no? No, no, I think they just like sleeping in the shirts. You know, a lot of yeah. people no, it's because our wives like to use them as sleep shirts. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. 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 Now the grand prize is gonna be a t shirt and 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 a pol cotton polo shirt. Okay. Nice. And and I highly recommend if you guys ever want to get good shirts at a great price is through Vistaprint of all places, the company that does the does the business cards, okay? This shirt is is is, is so insanely priced, it's not funny. And and you can the logo is sewn on. It's not an applique. It's completely sewn on here. And what I paid for it is, is absolutely insanely like ridiculous. embroidered stitched kind of thing. Yeah, it's embroidered right. stitch. I mean you take it it's, it's solid. I've also, I've also got to quick give a quick shout out to Rick Smith because I have a one of your hats. I don't know if you know this, but I actually, my most popular video ever, which has almost 2 million views, I was wearing your hat in that video. Did you well, know that? You. Kelly, thank you so much. Now, you probably don't remember this, but when I first met you at one of the DJI shows, you handed right. me a t-shirt. Like that first time I met you, we shook hands, you handed me a t-shirt, and I, I never worn it, and I'll tell you why. You flattered me. It was like a small. I don't know what you're <laughs> oh, oh goodness! It's like well, a bandana. I can't wear it. But yeah, I yeah, well, it. Um, well, I, I will. I will make that right. You, I'll, I'll email you because I wear your hat all the time, and I have to well, say, I really, I really like the Drone Valley hat. It's a good quality. It's, it's like Bill was saying, it's embroidered, which I like yeah. that for. Well, thanks. Thanks a oh, lot. Oh, that is, the, yeah, and, and 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 I have that that Drone Valley hat is here as well. But you know what? One of the hats that I've gotten recently. Let me see if I can find it. Hang on. Now, not too many people have one of these. The Idaho, Idaho quadcopter hat. Okay. Wow. Okay. Nice. From Marcus. All right. This is this is the real deal. I, I've been trying to hold out to ask him where I can order one of those T-shirts that he had. He and his he and his wife have been modeling them in his videos. Okay. So it's like Ron and I are kind of like been poking and prodding him. It's like when can we order one? Okay. Uh, so, so yeah, if you see, see what happens when, when you're nice to somebody, you, you get, you get, you get good stuff. Okay. This is what, this is what happens here. So. This, this is reminding me, uh, I grew up in Houston. I don't think any of you grew up in Houston, but, uh, there was this, there was this jewelry store called IW Marks, IW Marks jewelry. And the owner was a guy around our age. Let's just say the average of our age. And with about as much hair as most of us here, <laughs> wear the jewelry and it would be a close-up and then the camera would zoom out and he would say if iw mark's jewelry can make me look good it can certainly make you look good <laughs> that, that's how i feel about about the gear you guys put out right is is uh if it can make if it, if it can make me look good it'll certainly make you look good well it's like that's Two a weird more, more popular videos i was wearing uh ready my ready set drone shirt Yes. Yeah. No, I, I know. I, I actually I actually had to look up something on how to bind the DJI FPV system to the GEPRC thing. And I, I found Joshua Bardwell and he's wearing a ready set drone shirt. And I was like, yes. Well, I know Ken, I think last week on his show, he was wearing his uh, flight crew shirt. 
Nice, nice. No, yeah. Ken represents. I appreciate that. Well, Ken, Ken does a great job with that. Well, one of the things we're going to talk about first tonight, and I want to spend, I, I don't want to spend an inordinate amount of time, but I do want to talk about it because it seems to be the hot topic right now is the Mavic Air 2 firmware update. Okay. My lovely assistant Hi, is abandoning Hi. us here. Good, so. Good night, Valerie. So, and what I'm going to do is I'm just going to go through a brief rundown of, of, of what's been what's been done on the update. And then I want to spend some time. I'm going to go over the panel. And I know Ken's already put out a great video about it. And I want to get all your thoughts about this here. So let me go ahead and bring this up. Okay. Um, the article's from Joan DJ, and um, you know, the first thing is the firmware version is 01000340, and the DJI Fly app needs to be updated to 116. Now, the changes for this, um, APAS safety settings uh, for obstacle avoidance, it disables sideways flight, and here's a graphic of that, which is interesting. And now the big thing on this is the camera settings, Okay. Now, um, uh, new zoom control next to the record button right there, and then new zoom options in the video settings. And, um, you know, it, it gets into detail what it can do. Uh, uh, 4K narrow, 2.7K and 1080p. Uh, shooting in 4K narrow will allow you to zoom in digitally 1X and 2X at 30 frames per second. Shooting at 2.7 will allow you to zoom in up to 2X at 60 frames per second. If you're shooting 1080p, you can zoom up to four times at 60 frames per second. Um, you know, that's pretty much that that's pretty much the nuts and bolts of this. Um, I wanted to go around the room and get your thoughts on this and see what you guys think. Marcus, go for it. Well, of course, it's exciting, right? I mean, anytime that they add features for us, uh, it'll be interesting. Now, I've messed around with that active track quite a bit. So it's going to be interesting to be able to tell it not to move sideways. That way you're not going to worry about it going sideways into a tree or something like that. And then uh, that zoom is just going to be phenomenal. I can't wait to mess around with it. I'm, I'm charging three batteries right now. Hopefully get out tomorrow and, and, uh, and try that out. But as you said earlier, Bill, does that make my Mavic 2 zoom obsolete, right? And, oh, one more thought. DJI, I need you to get that uh, smart controller working with the Fly app so that we can use that Amen. with the. With Amen. The you just robbed me of my. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that's my two bits. Rick, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I've been playing with it for about a week now, um, and it's. I'll tell you, it's impressive. It really is. And I love the fact that these platforms are extensible where they release them. It's almost like buying a car and you come out in the driveway the next morning and you get twice the gas mileage, right? Because they've done an update overnight. So I love the fact that they're constantly pushing the envelope. I think, and I'll, I'll let the other guys comment on this as well, but I think what drove them to this sort of zoom, which is fantastic, by the way, because it is, it's a digital zoom. And I was talking to him last night, asking him about there's some magic going on inside that quad with processing because when you normally digitally zoom, you get tons of pixelization in there. And that 4X at 1080p 60 frames is rock solid. It looks like an optical zoom to me. It is that good. 
So I asked them, is there kind of artificial intelligence going on? How are you blending those pixels to get that quality of, of zoom? They wouldn't answer. <laughs> they were just laughing. But but there's some magic in there. But what you've got essentially is a Mavic Air 2 zoom, which is amazing, to be honest with you. The other things that you're going to probably talk about that are impressive, the hyperlapse, the waypoints, the tab list that you can create now for those waypoints and what you can do, they, they bundled a whole lot of stuff inside there. So I'm very impressed with the update in general. And again, it's free. It wasn't like, it wasn't like a $30 upgrade, right? It's just firmware that's pushed to the quad. So yeah, we'll so I, it's, it's, it's a lot of, a lot of bang here. I mean, really. And, and I think they're, they're, you know, DJI, as I've always said, is always forward thinking. Okay. They're, they don't go backwards. They always go forwards. And with something like this, I mean, and, and think about this and, and then I'll like Kel, a Kelly comment, but you know, for $7.99 for that drone hmm. and, and what you get with it, I mean, you got to scratch your head twice to think about buying another DJI consumer drone, really. So, Kelly, what are your thoughts? So, I'm not as uh, not as in tune with the update as you guys are, but I'll give you my general thoughts on the Mavic Air 2. Um, and that is the... I brought it up here with me. I'm, I'm on the St. Lawrence River. We are on an island out in the water. There are freighters going by. And every time I see a freighter going by, and we have visibility probably about nine miles one direction and three miles another direction. So I can see freighters coming from a long way off. I fly my Mavic Air 2 out there to chase the freighter. That's been my kind of sport for the last two weeks. And it's awesome. I mean, it's it's fantastic. Um, I flew this morning. There was a freighter. It was very calm this morning. It's pretty windy and a little blustery at the moment. But this morning, it was really calm. I flew out there. Um, I was... Uh, I know, I know from the reading on my remote control, 4,000 feet away, which I'm not going to, you know, try to figure out how many miles that is or whatever. Uh, and it was rock solid at 4,000 feet where I was basically circling this freighter as, as it was going through the channel. Um, I didn't, I didn't, um, I guess, I don't know if I had a, a firmware update. When did this firmware update come out? And is it one that's forced? Let me ask you guys that. Is it, in, in other it's words, not, it's not forced. Okay, no, so not a forced. couple days right. back. Yeah. So, so I, I probably haven't even done the firmware update. And, and I'm just going to say to Bill's point, uh, or, or actually Rick's point about the Mavic Air, um, it is truly a, a, a drone that unless you need something super duper high resolution, you know, with the Hasselblad and all that sort of thing, I feel like it's going to be my new travel for anywhere. You know, I, I've, I've traveled quite a bit. I traveled a lot last year and I took my Mavic Air, uh, my Mavic 2 Zoom with me everywhere, but I'd rather take the Mavic Air. It's smaller, it's lighter, it's it's quicker to get up in the air, and I'm getting used to the app now. I know I know how to use the app a lot better. It took a little getting used to. Mm -hmm. um, so so I'm a big fan of it um, for just, you know, and I'm not putting out anything on these trips that is paid for by a client. This is all stuff I'm doing for YouTube or doing for myself or my, for my family. So so I, I feel like they've got a very, very strong uh, drone here. And and quite honestly, I have not flown my Mavic Mini once since I got the Mavic Air 2. Uh, you know, it just, it just I, between the two, it is just such a, if you're a, I guess if you're a teenage girl and you're doing uh, selfies, you know, it sounds really terrible, but the Mavic <laughs> Mini is great, but the Mavic Air 2 is just so much more of a real drone. There's my two points. My controversial two cents. My controversial two cents. 
Mr. Bill Thomas, what, what are your thoughts about the Mavic Air 2? So we now have gender-specific drones. <laughs> my daughter has the Mavic Mini in her purse. <laughs> fair enough. That, that's fair enough. Um, I guess what I was, I, I'm, I'm very impressed with it. I was, I was totally stunned. I was kind of chuckling. I noticed that 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 uh, Philly was saying in the chat that it was due to the 48 megapixel sensor, and I thought that was kind of cute, but. But they were explaining about, isn't it how they, it's, it's split into fours, and that's where they get that 48 megapixel from? It's a quad, uh, yeah, quad bear. Yep. Yeah, okay. So I was, but yeah, and then and then um, Sean from Geeks Vana made the comment of who let Philly in. So I wasn't that I was chuckling <laughs> at you, Kelly. I just, I thought that was cute, and I just want, I was laughing at that, and I was like, well, Kelly's talking, and I don't want to seem like I'm chuckling at something Kelly's saying. You, you, you I, can laugh at me all you like. <laughs> I guess the biggest thing that I'm curious about are we getting all these, you know, update after update, you know, app update after update, because we're we're definitely not going to see the Mavic 3 this year, so they're dumping everything into the Mavic Air 2, and that's what they really want to push to get everybody to buy from now till, you know, the beginning of the year? Well, it could be, Bill. That's a good point, because, you know, with, with, with the pandemic and, and, and everything, um, you know, I don't want to say people's spending habits have changed, but um, you know, a lot of people are out of work right now. A lot of people can't afford to, to you know, have disposable income to be able to buy a drone. Um, but you know, be that as it may, you know, DJI is out to make money, and you know, you know, if they do it through this marketing, you know, if this is a marketing thing oh. with them, I think it's a yeah, I think great. I mean, I really do. Um, Ken, what are your thoughts? I mean, you, you've, you've had it out. You, you put out a great video, uh, from it yesterday. Um, um, what do you think? I mean, there's a lot of value in the drone. I mean, I've destroyed three of them now. So, um, <laughs> I mean, there, there's a lot of, there's a lot of value in it. I do like, I do like the fact that they let you turn off the ability to hit the sticks left to right, because, in talking to DJI, they claimed that I smacked into a building when I wrecked it this most recent time, which it could be. I mean, I didn't see the building, but neither did the drone. Um, so, but I digress. So um, I like that. That's good for new pilots. I mean, there there is a lot of value in, in this drone. And there's also, I think the biggest thing you got to remember with something like this is there's probably a lot of margin. I see what the margins are being a reseller of them. So I know how much we make on them. I can only imagine how much DJI has invested in their production of them. So it's probably very profitable for them to import those to the United States and sell them. And that's probably a lot of reason why we're seeing these Zoom features because the Zoom is on back order. If you try to order one from DJI's website, you're going to get a message that states you have an extenuated period of time to wait for that product to come in. It's also two years old, which again, can't see any reason why you would spend 1349 more than it was when we were at the DJI event in New York when it was like what 1200 bucks and now it's 1349 it's sort of silly to go up in the price but obviously tariffs and everything on products like that have increased you know so I, I think it's great I think this new update's great um, I really didn't see a lot of degradation in the zoom you know in testing it and zooming I mean it's definitely a handy tool you get that really nice parallax effect when you're orbiting around objects like a building or something. So I think for a lot of people, it's going to be more than enough. But end of the day, we're all critical assholes of footage anyway. So we're going to complain about something anyway. So hey, Bill, it is let me, what it uh, is. 
let me let me pose a question to the panel real quick because Dobo made me think of something. There's two things. The first one has to do with the Mavic Three. Um, my my suspicion is we're not going to see that anytime soon. And I, no, I, I don't think I, I think you're right with that. Yeah, and I think the reasons for that, maybe you guys disagree, but I think politically right now the climate is really hot. And DJI doesn't want to make a big splash about importing new drones and all promotions around that until maybe something changes. Who knows? But I, I think they're kind of waiting it out. Plus, why would you kill a product like this Mavic Air 2, which has got, from my perspective, I put a clip out said, could this be the perfect drone? It really has everything in it. So the question I'm getting to long-winded is what would the Mavic 3 have to have for any of you guys to want to upgrade? What feature are we missing now that they could build into that that would drive you to spend a thousand plus on a new drone? Mm, happy ending, maybe. Air to like the drone guys. <laughs> I could, that in a heartbeat. Full, full head of hair. All right, I'm in. I don't know. It, it, it would have to. You would have to cram. For me, the Mavic, the the Mavic Three has to be more compact, and it has to have batteries that don't freaking expand. I'm tired of buying bad batteries. I, I know some of you guys haven't had problems with batteries. Maybe I'm battery challenged or something. But <laughs> I mean, I'm tired. Of, I've donated enough of battery money to DJI this this year. I, I it makes me sick. Yeah, it and, was like you know when Ken and I went flying by the Skyway Bridge here. You know, he landed and he's getting ready to change his battery. I said, take a look. And he looks down at it and I'm like, that's not fitting. And it's just like, it won't click. And I'm like, oh God. It's I'm lucky. Scary. I'm lucky I didn't lose that in the water that day. I'm just tired. I, I don't know. Like I'm, I was about to rage quit the Mavic Mavic 2 Pro today because again, trying to unlock with the smart controller in a in near a small class D airport, it, it wasn't having it. And I battled with it for like 30 minutes. So that drives me nuts. But I don't have that issue funny enough. With the fly app, I think the fly app is like the fastest unlock I've ever seen for geo zones. Like you get approval so quick through it. I don't get it. I think it's I don't more know forgiving why. too, Dobo. I think it's more forgiving than it is. I go for as far as the zones. Do you, the do you four think is that insane. have to do with um, heat and humidity being in Florida? I don't know because like I've talked to some people, they don't have an issue, but then like other people do. I mean, I store the batteries at roughly about 60 to 70%. Now I fly like literally every day for clients. So, I mean, that could have a little bit more to do with it, but I don't like, and I also rotate. I have like seven batteries that I'm rotating right now. So then I have some batteries I haven't even touched. So you I, know, I have but... problems with the Mavic Pro originally uh, swe swelling, but I have never had a Mavic 2. I've had the Mavic 2 um, Zoom and the Mavic 2 Pro, and I've, I've never had a problem since the Mavic Pro with battery swelling. I think mm. it's just like maybe individual, like there could, you know, there could be some bad, you know, bad batteries in a batch, I would imagine. And I'm sure, you know, my luck, I that's that's what happened. Hey, Dobo, are you charging? Are you charging those batteries on the run? You're not using like an inverter in your car, are you? No, 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 no. I don't okay. charge them in the car. You know, it's funny you mentioned that, Rick. I've actually lately, I've just been when I'm when I'm shooting and I'm, like if I have to take my bag off and I don't bring any gear into customers' houses anymore, I actually leave my car running with the AC on just just so it's not like sweltering hot when I when I put gear in there because you know there's other batteries like camera batteries. I've had sure. a couple of camera batteries split from the heat. I mean, yesterday heat index was 105, so. Yeah, yeah, I was just going to say, a lot of those inverters, um, some of them, I should say, don't have a pure sine wave, and that'll drive some of the charging circuits nuts, so you can cause damage to them that way. But you yeah. seem to go through a lot of batteries, man. I think it's the Florida thing. I'm with Kelly. It, well, it, very, it very well could be. I'm not I'm not entirely ru ruling that out, but I've also had people like in New York. I mean, one guy lost his, lost his quad in the uh, Hudson, just... You know, yeah, completely yeah. lost voltage and, and went down. So, I mean, they're, they're definitely, 
they gotta they gotta like sort of think about what they're what they're doing with um with these the battery tech it's got to get better that's what i want to see so back to the question not to hog the conversation but any other suggestions for the three i've got one that would make me jump so go ahead let me see what you guys come up with well before that i want to welcome mr ron brown thank you for joining our steam panel tonight ron you got my note about the uh, dress code tonight too so nice yeah, I, I, I work well together on these things. So uh, uh, thanks for the warm welcome, uh, gentlemen. Sorry I'm late tonight, and I want to give a you know I want to congratulate uh, Bill on his 10,000 subscribers, and I also want to congratulate Bill Thomas on his 39th birthday today. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you, Rick. I was going to answer your question here. Um, you know, for me, for the Mavic Three, it's gonna it's gonna have to have a camera the size of a Mavic 2 Pro that'll rival the camera in the Phantom 4 Pro V2.0. That, okay. that, that's, that's the kind of thing I'm going to say game changer. Because you want a mechanical shutter? Is that, is that game yeah. changer? Yeah, I, yeah I, I really think that makes a difference. Oh, it does. I want to I, I, I see one that shoots to see fast. <laughs> like 80, 86, 86 SD cards, 86 these little SD cards all together. I'm tired of losing them. We could, we can dream. <laughs> Dude, I've, I've ejected more SD cards this past month than you can shake a stick at, out of the Mavic Air 2. It's yeah. almost comical. It's always in tall grass, right? <laughs> right, yeah, and I'm sitting there searching around like like an idiot. Right. <laughs> Any other suggestions? I get to pick it up. So, go ahead, go ahead, Marcus. I'm gonna say, uh, I'm gonna say automation like by Skydio too. If if the if the Mavic Three can can sell my Skydio too, right? Have that kind of uh, uh, automation, then yeah, that'd be a winner. Well, I heard a jab at Sky, or what I thought was a jab at Skydio earlier. Somebody mentioned about a thirty dollar add on package that we're gonna probably get in a couple of months from Skydio, I guess. About getting the extra. <laughs> yeah, don't get me started on those guys. I'm, I'm very frustrated with them right now for a lot of reasons. I also, right. I'll get it out. Let me air it now. I'm very frustrated that they put packages together a year after they started selling the drone. How many of us bought the drone, bought extra batteries, bought the controllers, and now all of a sudden there's a package yeah. out there, right? Yeah. Now, not skate, but and I know things change and sales come up all the time. But if you're going to do that, at least look back on your customer base and say, "Hey, we noticed you spent almost two grand with us." We got a discount for you if you need more yeah. batteries or whatever. You know, my, my thing is they don't really even reach out to creators at all or anything like that. No. I guess they don't need to, but they they don't have any sort of, you know, I mean, they're really good about coming out to, to the community and stuff and all, all that, you know, wonderful stuff. But they don't they don't reach out. They don't, like, give us any sort of heads up on these updates. They're very nope. closed. Um, but yeah, Bobo, they don't even they don't even list them. Like what I what I like about DJI is you can go to the release notes and see exactly what was changed in each of the updates. Yeah, With Scotty, it's just an update that shows up, and then you have to figure out what's changed in it. Now I'm beating on them, but I I think yeah. they're brilliant as a company. I love them as a company, but I'm frustrated with their consumer facing side. I, I think it's I think it's because like like Adam said, they're a software company first, and then a hardware company second. They just That's don't have they just don't have that mentality. Um, like a typical brick and mortar, you know, hardware like DJI. That's they sell hardware, right? Yep. So I think I think that their mentality is different. They'll probably get better. It's going to be things that are going to be trial by fire. Plus, too, I think if you think about it, they probably were overwhelmed with the number of pre-orders they got. They're they're still behind, right? And then and then COVID didn't yeah. help anything. So they're probably like they don't know what to do, you know, with with all these orders. So they're probably trying to piece things together. And then people were probably mad with them not being in production. So now they're trying to like save face. 
by yeah. creating packages now. They probably didn't need to back when we bought our stock. Hey, yeah, I, I got a question. I got a question for Rick. Uh, Rick, in, in about five years, do you see Scadio being more focused as an enterprise company or more focused as a consumer company? You want an honest answer on that one? I think uh, I'm, I'm afraid to ask. I think in less than five years, you're going to see them owned by somebody else. I don't think they're going to be a standalone. That technology hmm. is worth way too much. And way more, more, more than going to grab them up. It, that autonomy and that ability to navigate and spot solid objects versus non-solid objects, that IP alone is worth millions oh. of dollars. I think they've got too many big big power investors behind them to get sucked up right now. You it's think totally Absolutely. Follow-up question for Rick. Will they be acquired by another drone company or will they be acquired by a company that's not a drone company uh, as at the present? I did, I did a clip on this, not to promote the channel, but I did a clip about four months ago. And I went through all the companies I thought would gobble them up. I think there's three places they'll end up. Somebody like DJI is going to write a big check, take over the autonomy and own it. And that's one of the things I'd like to see in the Mavic 3 is better autonomous flight and avoiding obstacles that still stay on track. Or it's going to be a car company, either Google, Uber, somebody that's building self-driving cars that are already doing neural networks and artificial intelligence, all the things that are in there. They're going to buy it, and that's going to be it, and they're going to own the IP for it. Um, the third could be government. I mean, they're moving into the commercial space. I could see that being technology that some of the drone companies that build, I hate to say it, but war machines could use. You know, so I just think, and Dobo, I agree with you. They're deep with investors, but they've got an exit strategy one of two ways, you know, and they're either going to go public or they're going to be absorbed by somebody. So, yeah, I just I just can't see them, like, getting sucked up by a, a Chinese company. The whole purpose, I, I can see, you know, a U.S.-based company, yeah, maybe Honeywell or somebody in a government sector sucking them up, yeah, because they would keep that technology and that development here yeah, versus my, my overseas. Bet, I don't think the government wants that to go over there. What's That's that? What I, think gonna, I think it's going to be Google or Apple. It's somebody with a big checkbook, domestic, maybe, but, or yeah. they or they stay independent. I mean, like they they've really showed no interest. I mean, they could have been sucked up by now, even when they were smaller. Their their technology, their autonomy was worth more or worth a lot when they first debuted the R1 and they didn't, they didn't waver. They just yeah. took on more investors. So it's going to be tough to say. Probably a lot of people thought, you know, DJI would get sucked up by a company and they didn't. I did too. I thought Apple would grab them four years ago. I, I put a clip together. But, <laughs> some, but to people, be honest, some, some just don't, you know, to be honest though, Dobo, I mean, not to, not to again, hog the conversation, but the proof of concept of the drone is tiny compared to what the technology provides. It's almost like watching cartoons on a widescreen. Yeah, but, but it's got TV. such a massive, it's got such a massive thing. Like for instance, we do house scans and stuff like that. We do thermal scans. We're, we're, we're chomping at the bit to order these XT2s because for, for scans of factories and right. stuff, these yep. things are going to be insane. And that house scan that they just introduced is going yeah, to be cool. amazing to deal with like insurance adjusters down here. And when right. hurricane season hits, like we're going to be doing scan after scan after scan and you can basically sort of replicate an entire building you know get a 3d map of it almost immediately with that and those, these insurance companies pay a stupid exorbitant amount of money and with with skydio being the only distributor there is nobody other no other hand in the cookie jar right so they're controlling all that money there's no reason adam would be silly if he sold this off to anybody else with their technology because they're brilliant who knows what else they, they've cooked up right like sort of like Tesla could, I could see Tesla buying them. Well, yeah, I think they're buying. one of the ones I mentioned from the car companies, but it's going to be less about Adam's decision and more about the investors. I've been True. through a couple of those mergers. <laughs> he's going to scream and you know yell, and he's got an opinion if he's on the board, but 
It's going to be the yeah, board pretty, deciding. Pretty, pretty sure he is. Um, the biggest yeah. investor in their company right now is Motorola. Yeah. Cool. So. I personally, from my point of view, I would like to see something else involving Hasselblad, some kind of platform that would bring that back. Because I think the name recognition alone, especially for us old fogies, uh, is you know enough to go, oh, oh, Hasselblad. You know, because the camera that went to the moon, that's all yeah. it's going to it's going to stick there until hell freezes over and it's always going to make us look. And if it's something in interesting, maybe even some kind of interchangeable lens platform on a small variety that, that would keep us stuck to DJI proprietary, just like always, uh, I think would would drag people in. That, that That's my two cents. Well, I think Dobo's going to like this comment, but I think what Autel got right, there's a few things that got right on the new Evo too. The one big one they got right, which is the one thing I would expect on the next Mavic 3 is that swappable camera platform. The ability to move the imaging package out and move in a different imaging package two years from now or move that imaging package to a portable stick like they did with the yeah. GoPro Armor product. That, that to me would make me jump because now I've got, again, an extensible platform that I can start off with a frame and then upgrade it as time goes on, right? Because that imaging package is going to change. Well, yeah, they need to, they need to fix the color silence there, right? on that. Yeah, I want to turn on that because I, I want to say um, for me, for me, I've got a couple of things, a couple of experiences with that. Number one was the Karma and the Karma Grip. I yep. love Karma Grip with the GoPro Hero Seven, I think, or the Hero Five, whatever it used at the time. Um, but I never ever put that into or out of my drone. Like I, I they were two separate things for me. I had I had a di different system. Um, but and, and then also with the Insta360, if you guys are familiar with Insta360, they have a very modular camera right now, yep. but I don't ever find myself switching. I have the one inch and I have the, the, the 360 version. I don't ever switch between them. I have two of them and I, I use them separately. Like they're totally, for me, I don't like that process of, and I often use them together. So where you hit the mark, I think is an upgradability is if, if, if it was something where it was like, okay, you can buy this today and it has a one inch sensor and it has all these you know features on the camera, but six months from now, we're gonna upgrade the camera and you can get a better camera or you can get a 360 camera or you can get a thermal camera or you can or get zoom. You know, yeah, zoom or something. Yeah. But I don't, I don't want something that does basically the same thing, just a little bit better. I want something that does something different, you right. know, so. Yeah, cool. I, yeah, I agree. That's a, good, that's a good, that's a good point, Rick with the Evo too, because, you know, uh, having that platform, um, you know, being the same physical drone with the same, you know, components, except for the swappable camera, that, that was an absolute genius with, with Autel. And as I've always said, and I've told this to Ken, because, you know, um, I know Ken start, Ken had an X-Star premium as well as me, you know, the one thing that Autel really does well and, and they continue to do well is the hardware. Um, that's one thing that's really impressed me throughout all their drones. They've always done really, uh, that, that's been their, that's been their strong suit. And, and you can tell, I mean, these drones are solid. They're well built. Okay. There's no, they don't skimp on things where the issue was, and I not, you know, and I know Ken will agree with me on the X-Star premium what was, was those software updates. God, they took months and it almost felt like years. Before Pretty we got quick on now. premium, and when they did, the final one was just a beta. They never, they never made it. They never really put it out. So, and I think that's what that's what kind of killed the X Star Premium. I mean, that was a drone that had a lot of good potential, but 
again, that, that software. And, and they, they have gotten exponentially better with the first Evo and now with, 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 with Evo 2. They, they, have, they have made a lot of strides in that area. And they're yeah. working. And see, their big thing was, was the timing, okay? Because I know Ken knows this all too well, how long they took for their updates, okay? It, it seemed just like, it, it was like, you know, put your put your watch down. Don't even look at the date because you don't know when it's going to come. Yeah, I, I think with, I don't know, with DJI, going back to them with the extensible platform, I think they're kind of in that wheelhouse, right? Because they already make stabilized gimbals. They've got imaging experience. They've got, and I like Kelly's approach of maybe I'm not going to put five different cameras on that drone. But if I buy it today with a half inch sensor, 48 megapixel with the quad there, and down the road, they come out with a one inch. And I think, you know what, I'm really enjoying this hobby and I'm going to start doing commercial like, like Dobo and myself and the rest of you. I need a better sensor. Or maybe I'll slap a 360 on there and play with that for a while if it's not yeah. terribly expensive, right? Gives me the option to move on to different things and then move it to a handle if I want, if I'm going on vacation. Maybe I can't fly the drone and I want to what walk. Do you guys, what do you guys think about the rumors of, of a racing drone, of a FBV drone? Uh, is that, it, is that if, it looks, if it looks like what they're going to do, they need to quit while they're ahead. <laughs> they need to just stop while they're ahead. I can't mean, believe they haven't done it, Kelly. I mean, they make everything already there, right? The, 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 the problem, the, the problem is they're going to monopolize it. It needs to, everything needs to be modular. It needs to be, it needs to be hundred percent modular for, for everything. I don't think they should put together a, a complete package. They should just make it modular, make it like a modular frame, I think, or at least at the very least a, a stack, like an ESC, like a, like a good stack, a top of the line stack where you can put it into other, other frames, other chassis. I think that would be a good idea. I think, I think they make good, you know, good, like if they made a good stack, cause there's a lot of garbage out on the market right now, but if they made a good stack, I would be happy with just that versus actual complete frame. So what do you think the percentage, I just talked to a distributor like a week ago asking this exact question, because I have the same suspicion. They're going to come out with some type of uh, racing drone. They should have already. What do you think the percentage of kits versus ready to fly FPV is comparatively? Like people that buy the kit and build it or build it out of various components versus just give me one that works. I think I, so, so, so here's what I've talked to, like with race day quads and whatnot, they sell a lot more parts to build than they do kits. The right. kits will inherently sit on, sit on the shelf longer because there's, there's sort of sweat equity built, built into that price. Like it's 460. And then if you priced everything out individually, there's about a hundred dollars worth of savings in some of these quads. Now right. there's certain, there's certain device, certain ones I've seen where it's like, all right, well, that's going to be a pain in the neck to build. It's just better off paying for a pre-built than it is, you know, uh, you know, a kit or whatever. So it'll have to see, it's gotta yeah, be. Well, competitive I don't doubt that. It, I don't doubt for a second that building it gives you the ultimate customization, right? So you can make it anything you want, the right ESC, the right motors, the right controller. But when you first started flying FPV, I mean, I know what I did. I didn't start with a kit. I started with a ready to fly. What was your first FPV? I, I literally, I called up one of my buddies. and I was like, Let, let's build one. Okay. Yeah. That, that's I, knew, I knew I was going to break. I knew, I knew I was going to break a lot of stuff. I already, what already. It's just yeah, I could come up with one that was more almost like, like building blocks, almost like a Lego kit where, right. where you don't have to know how to solder. Everything's pluggable. Um, you know, for me, that would be something where, okay, I broke a, I broke an arm. I broke a motor. I broke, you know, I broke props, whatever. Um, 
and I don't have to solder it. And it's also built in such a way, you were talking about the stack a minute ago, Dobo, but but the, the stack is what's generally a pain in the ass if you have to fix something. If yeah. you have 70 parts off in order to fix one little thing, if DJI could come up with something where you break something and it's literally, you don't have to take anything else apart, you just plug a new piece in, that would be, I, I would love that. Thing. Like when you smash into something, like I smashed into something yesterday at 45 miles an hour. Yeah, you get a lot of stuff though. Yeah, I, well, yeah, you break you stuff. You don't need glasses, pal. You, and it, you know, it's, it's not broken. It's like, you know, there's barely any damage. So like those carbon fiber frames, I mean, the new carbon fiber that they're putting into these are really extensive and they don't, they don't break. And even like some of these frames have gotten smart. They're like, okay, well, if you want to get to the stack, you just take these two screws out. Like T-Motor's done a great job of that. Yeah, you can get yeah. right there. But the problem comes into where you have these plug-and-play stacks that a lot of these companies are starting to produce where you plug the motors in, you plug everything in. There's no soldering in a lot of this stuff. Right. The problem with that is one good hard hit and something's jostled loose, and that is even harder to fix than if you would just learn how to solder to begin with. Plus, no, you have direct okay. connections. I, I'm, not, I'm not saying... I, I certainly admire and respect people who build and repair their own drones like... Yeah, like can can do the soldering and can do the the software and all that stuff. But I think for a lot of us, um, if it was a little bit easier, it would be a much more approachable hobby, right? For I think me, I, I love flying FPV, but but I don't like the idea of having to spend a whole day repairing a drone that I crashed. I think killing the nail on the head because if, if if it's if if it's modular. And it's like plug and play kind of a thing. More people would get into it, you know, because I, I think a lot of people are afraid, though, that they're going to try to lock down the environment. And the beautiful thing about FPV is, you know, you want to fly, you can fly. It's kind of like but, owning an iPhone versus Android, right? I mean, an right. iPhone is a more locked, Apple's a more locked down ecosystem. If you like what they do and you're willing to put up with the limitations of it, great. If you want more freedom, but a bit more, a bit more um, work then you buy an Android, you know, I mean, that's, that's how I see it. Yeah. I think, I think they're, I think they're going to be up against tough competition, especially now like fat sharks releasing their, their shark bite too, which yeah. is all, all digital. There's a lot, there's so much competition in the FPV world. They're, they're, they're a day late and a dollar short. Unfortunately, even though they're a Titan, there's a lot of people in, in like the FPV world that don't like DJI. Yeah. There's going to be and a they, lot of pushback. I, I, there's I a lot, there's a lot of pushback. Yeah. There's, here's, here's my two cents on this. I, I know that we've all seen the picture that OC Lev put out that looks like it's a hardcore racer has been beat to death. But my theory is DJI doesn't want to put something out unless they're going to come out and crush everything in their path. I mean, look what happened when they came out with the digital system. Bite Frost got pulled completely back. I mean, it was just wiped out. It was like, oh, nope, Bite Frost no more because they couldn't touch it. So what's the one class that's kind of on the edge of racing and just an introductory level to FPV? The Cinewoop class. The Cinewoop class. And they could come in with a killer system with all kinds of, of they could probably even put GPS on the thing, you know, and make it a bells and whistles FPV to get training wheels. Even more yeah, training yeah, wheels than we've got up to it now. Has, it has GPS, it has acro, and it has Addy mode, you know, right. three different modes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I agree with Bill. And I think that drone, that'll pull people into the, you know, the FPV racing drone thing that never were in before. They'll, they'll, they'll bring new customers in. 
So I have a, I have a different perspective on that. That's why I bought a Skydio because at the time I, I was, I didn't understand how to fly FPV. I didn't understand. Right. So I bought the Skydio because I'm like, Oh, I'm going to be able to get these amazing shots and I'm going to be able to get really close Johnny FPV style shots. But then the more and more I started flying, I'm like, all right, I can't even get close to anything. This thing's doing whatever the hell it wants to do on its own. So I got frustrated with it. So, you know, I sat down and put in the time to figure out how to fly, how to build and, and how to get the shots that I want. But that's the problem is, is what I see in this, in this hobby is people want instant gratification of, of picking up a quad and being able to go. But that's, that's, that's the problem because nobody wants to put in the work to learn how to fly. Because if you just get up and go, that's the most dangerous thing because you don't respect anything about what you're doing. And it can become very, very dangerous very quickly, especially with some of these things reaching up to a hundred miles an hour. So I think that's that's important too, is that people have to research. You wanna, you wanna fly FPV, great. Do some research, put in the time, put in the effort to understand like everything you're getting into. It's cumbersome, but it's worth it when you put in the time. But a lot of people just want like just to get up and go like you pick up the Mavic Air 2 and you can just fly. That's great, that's but that's not this hobby. That's where the Cinewoop theory really works is that the Cinewoop is not an open blade, right? It's got ducted propellers. The, so yeah, but they're still they're still like I'll, I'll tell you, they're, they're, even though they're not open blade, they can still be dangerous. The other problem with the Cinewoop is it's it's very dependent on how windy it is outside. Like I don't fly those whoops. If it's too windy, it's going to get blown all over the place, and it becomes very uncontrollable. That's fair. I guess I'm. I'm guess I'm just saying though that if if DJI wanted to put out something that was a bit more approachable, it. it I think the Cinewoop is actually a pretty good. I, I think and, they'll and put a five inch out. They'll put a five inch out now, whether or not it runs Beta Flight or something like or proprietary, which I can imagine they're going to put out their own proprietary system. You don't think which, they'll use Beta Flight? No, I honestly I don't. I mean, look at, look at what they have. Like, look at their, they've almost already have like the forthcomings of, of a groundwork already set, right? They have an application. They got software nailed, right? They're going to want to control every aspect. They won't give that up to Betaflight. I don't see them giving that up to Betaflight. I see them putting out a quad and it's going to run their own software. Just like you have Kiss and you have other, there's other stuff besides Betaflight out there. So they're going to make their own to run it because they want to, they want to micromanage that. Plus two, they're going to want to do software updates to these things. I can just see it. Yeah, they're going to want to do software updates. Let me, let me play devil's advocate a second. I'm with Kelly on this. I think the barrier to entry with FPV is a lot of consumers look at a soldering iron like it's something out of the dark ages. They're not soldering stuff together. They're not going to take the time to understand ESCs and there's, there's already There's already a company for that. Well, but if, if DJI put out a drone that was FPV-like, right? Something not terribly expensive, not terribly fast, easy to use. Maybe that's their first drone for FPV, they fall in love with it and then realize, you know what, I can build a better drone if I spend some time understanding what the ESC does, what best motors to use, how the blades impact the flight characteristics. Yeah, it's a gateway drug. What's that? It's a gateway drug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, and they, they always come in to dominate. They don't come in second class. They're gonna come in and smash the competition. Sure. So you, this just, you, just, you basically just describe Beagle. So you wanna learn FPV? That's it right there. You get a full yep. kit from them. Comes with a controller, everything you need. They literally guide you, guide you through it. And if this isn't good enough, then you get their stealth upgrade kit. And this gives you more power. 
And the best part about this whole kit is you don't solder. Nothing is solder. Even down to the, you want to exchange your motors out for something different. You want to upgrade later on down the road. This is how they've configured their motors. Yep. So Dobo, I think, I think that's perfect. And honestly, as a dad with a son and a daughter, that's something I'd want to do on a Saturday afternoon to build with my son, but there's so many together. But to Kelly's point earlier, people buy the iPhone because it's a complete system. They can basically turn it on. It does everything they need to. They're not nerds like us. Yeah. that are going to get into Android and be loading files and all that other stuff. So DJI with their market presence came out with an FPV. How many people bought that Mavic mini as their gateway drone? Yeah, but that's, and that's, and that's the thing with a gateway like that, the Mavic mini, if I crash into somebody or hit somebody with the Mavic mini, I'm probably not going to hurt them. I'm probably not going to hurt them because the mini even hitting the top speed of 35 miles an hour, hitting somebody like i don't know my daughter i don't i didn't hit her but i'm just saying <laughs> if i did hit her yeah there's not no man, to it. it's not going to probably hurt too terribly oh. bad yeah you know they're going to edit that out right bill they're yeah. going to steal that audio they're going to have a clip of dobo hitting his daughter that's going to be on the channel <laughs> <laughs> i get i get it Dobo. i'm just trying to poke you a little bit i i agree with you i think it's a separate class of flying I know there's a lot of prestige over there. There's a lot of pride in that I think, space. I think once upon a time, I would want to take the easy way out with it. Like, I would yeah. want the easy way out. But I think, you know, now, now, like, after meeting some of these people in the high, like, you sort of respect, like, like what, they, what they've learned. I, I yeah. don't know. It's hard to explain. No, no they hit camera drones. If, now. If, the goal, if the goal for DJI is to make money, um, you know, there, there are definitely, there's aspirations and there's, there's a, a sort of standard and, and I agree. I mean, I've met a lot of the FBV pilots that are fantastic and I admire them a lot and I follow them on all their social channels and comment and all that sort of thing. But, but ultimately if DJI wants to make money and they can open FPV to a larger audience, they're going to do it. You know, that's, that's my thing is they're going to make it in such a way that somebody who doesn't want to do all that stuff, whether you think it's right or not. They're going to open it up and let them do that. Um, they're going to let them. I think they'll it. just control it. They'll like, they'll, they'll have like, I think that we'll see geofencing and things like that on those quads. Like, that's what I, I truly there's, think. That there's, no, there's no geofencing on anything that I'm currently using with the digital FPV that, system. That doesn't control anything. You're only using it as a VTX. Right, right. No, I, I you're right. But what so, I'm so, y'all are talking about this. What I can even see the fly more kit. You've got the goggles, you've got the controller, you've got the the Cinewoop drone. It's all right there together. You know, I mean, I, I can see the package deal already. You know, and here's how they're going to give it to you. And yeah, I don't get against it. And I agree with Bill. And, and okay, let me. This is a question for the panel. If it, panel, if this DJI Cinewoop FPV drone does come out in the fall, will this be a success for DJI, or will it be another RoboMaster? It probably, it probably will be a success because you, again, you got they, they, they're creative with their marketing. Look, at, look who they've teamed with. They team with Rotor Riot. They team with you know, you know, all, all the major players except for like one or two. So I mean. They've obviously done their marketing strategy. I mean, it's going to be it's going to be a hit for them. You think we'll see uh, I Justine flying an FPV? God, I hope not. <laughs> oh, God. One of the things Sorry, I, I wanted to get to before we wrap things up tonight is, um, you know, and everybody always told me, you know, I need to expand my horizons. So, um, you know, some of you know that I've been recently a Femi X8 SE 2020 um, aficionado and have been flying that. Well. Um, I did actually come upon a serious issue with it. And 
what the issue is is there's this intermittent loss of signal in specific zones in, in areas and it's one of these ones that defies any kind of explanation because when i would go out straight out from where my house is and come back i, I no issues at all it was when i would go diagonally down the other end of the lake the large end of the lake and it's right around past right right at a thousand feet i get a return to home will pop up on the screen then it will absolutely go blank okay i don't don't have anything on there then the next thing i know you know i'm turning the drones turned around and i'm on my way back home uh i contacted feeney support today and they had me email them that listen to this this kind of flew through me for a loop for a minute but then i figured out why they wanted to see the bottom screws on the drone to make sure that i didn't tamper with it um really yeah which was which i thought was real interesting they, they wanted the build date on it which was it was built in may um they wanted six-sided pictures of it um and then there it's called the um help me out here marcus black the black, the black um, box file yes the files, which are there, which, you know, it, it's, it's, the, it's the logs from the drone. So I sent all that information off to them. Actually, Feeney's kind of impressed me as far as another drone company is concerned because they've actually been responsive because I know in my dealings with Hubson, it was like, and, and Ron and Marcus will testify this, it's like, and probably Bill too, it's like pulling teeth, okay, to get a response back from them. They, they just don't, you know, it's just, you could take days to wait to get an email back. So, you know, this is kind of in play right now. And one of the things that I've heard on uh, the, my Facebook group is a lot of the guys were telling me they had well, a gentleman had the same exact thing happen to him. He sent the drone back. They sent him one that was made in July. He doesn't have that problem anymore. So, um, and then the other one was they had an update for, to add GLONASS onto, uh, onto the firmware. And some of them have said, yes, that solved the problem as well. So, you know, that's one of these things. Stay tuned, you know. But to a gentleman's point in, in the comment section, and, and I thought this was really good. And I, and I covered this in my review on the drone as well. You know, for a $400 drone, the quality of the image that you get from this, and I know Ron and Marcus would, would agree with me that's you know it, it's not as good as dji but it really rivals it i mean it's it's sharp it's crisp it's clear the colors are pretty vivid on it and for 400 dollars, you know it's good I, I it's it's one of those things um ron marcus what are your thoughts well bill i i'm gonna so i i haven't had you know i've got both the 2018 version and the 2020 version and i haven't had any of those connection issues that you're talking about but i will say this well, the camera is very good for that price range. In my mind, it doesn't even come close to what DJI drones do. It looks okay. It looks good for that uh, price range of a drone. Uh, but yeah, I would say uh, I would say it's good. It what the, where where it comes close to DJI, I would say, is in that category of drones. It has the best flight controls. When I fly it, it in many ways reminds me of a DJI product. Ron, how about how about your thoughts? Uh with my limited time with the, the Femi X8, I, I did not have any, you know, any strange connection issues with it. Um, so I, I, I can't really 
comment much here, except I, I haven't seen it. And, and for the three, if it's sold for three nine nine at that price point, it makes a good entry level drone for somebody who either has no drone or they have like a, a, a under hundred dollar you know toy drone at this point. You know the, the it flies well, the camera is acceptable for the price range. It's a good value. Yeah, it's yeah. That, that's the one thing that I've told because I've had a lot of people actually ask me, you know, should I get this or should I get a Mavic Mini? And you know. Um, you know, I said, you know, you're getting DJI quality whenever you get a DJI drone. I said, but understand what you're getting with each drone before before you make that decision. And, and I told them this. I said, you know, I said, the Femi will be able to withstand some wind. I said, you get any substantial wind with the Mini, it, it's it's lights out. It's not it's not it's not going to play nice. And um, you know, you can run into horror stories like I know. You know, Marcus had to land his early because because of headwind and, and and tailwind and all that. You know, having an issue with that. I mean, you know, it, it's like you got to. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. you know, that's that's where that is. Hey, Bill, only one last comment on that. If if you're if you're an amateur photographer, you know, more more than your drone flyer, and you really want to take some nice photos or whatever, you probably should go right to the Mavic Air too. The the, you know, the camera on either the Femi or the Mavic Mini, it just doesn't, you know, quite cut it for, you know, uh, still images or whatever. Um, it, you really should just jump, just save your extra money up and get the Mavic Air too. If that's, if, if photography is your, your number one goal with these drones. Absolutely. And, you know, I get a lot of questions each week. And, um, you know, one of the questions I've gotten was, you know, should I get the Femi X8 SE 2020 or the Mavic Air 2? And, and I'll say, and I'll say this, you know, the first question I ask, what are you going to use the drone for? Okay. Are you going to be, a, are, are you going to use it as a hobbyist or are you going to be semi-professional, professional with it? How are you going to use that? And depending upon how they answer is, is what I go by. And, you know, and I, and I always ask, you know, what's your budget? I mean, because I, I'll tell you what, to spend that extra $400, you're getting an almost like $1,500 drone from DJI, which I mean, we all know, you know, that thing has, uh, it, it's just, it's just insane what DJI has done with that drone. I mean, that's, that, that's bottom, that's bottom line for me. So Bill, I also actually heard that uh, the China is spying on the United States through the Femi product. Is that true? <laughs> it could be. Uh, I wouldn't doubt it, Rick, because they're, they're, they're talking about in one of the updates, adding geofencing to it now. Too. I'm just poking you. I'm just having well, everybody's, everybody's all up in arms now because one of the latest things is, they're, they're talking about geofencing and the Femi doesn't have it. Okay. Yeah. But a lot of people, they're talking about it and they're just going nuts right now. And I'm like, guys, hey, Bill, to your point, the best value in drones today is the Mavic Air 2 period. End of report. Now it's not the cheapest by far, but it, you, I don't know how you could make an argument that any other drone is a better value than the Mavic Air 2. I agree. I totally agree. Yep. Absolutely. Um, especially, especially with the latest round of updates. Yeah. Well, yeah. one of the things that I wanted to do before we wrap things up here is um, I wanted to wanted to sh share a couple of things here. <laughs> if I got this. Okay. Now, this couple was married on this day in August of 1954. Those are my parents. Today would have been their 66th wedding anniversary. So uh, happy wedding anniversary to them in heaven. Um, 
and I have to say this, they were, I was, I was very blessed to have them as parents. They were, they, they were great. Um, just can't say, can't say enough about them. Now, um, one of the other things that I wanted to close with is this, and I got to have to find it here. So hang on just a second. Okay. Life is short. Life is precious. Um, many of you may have seen this. Uh, you follow me on Facebook. Um, this is a classmate of mine from high school, um, twin brothers. One of the nicest people you'd ever want to meet on the face of this earth. I've never heard him utter a bad word about anybody. He was always available to help others with homework. Um, his dad was a pediatrician in the community I grew up in. And this is what Ron decided to do and dedicated his life to this. Uh, a week ago, Saturday, he he's an avid bicyclist. He was hit. And this past week, he passed away. Um, just as a reminder to us all that each and every day is precious. And, you know, it's like, you know, when I, I've been posting in my groups, um, because there's been a lot of infighting in the groups for some one reason or another, you know, Mr. Rogers said three things in life to be successful, be kind, be kind, be kind. And that's what Ron was. He was kind to everybody. Um, just incredible accolades on a page that was set up for him. Um, this one really hit home with me because I, I knew Ron pretty well. Um, so, you know, it's, it's just a reminder to us all, you know, life is a very precious gift and to live it to the fullest each day and, you know, mend your fences. Um, if you got something going on with somebody, you know, kind of get it taken care of here. So, well, that's, that, that's all I wanted to do on, on that score tonight. And, you know, I want to go around the room again and, all you gentlemen, I want you to send me your addresses because I have something to send all of you for uh, being on this exceptional panel tonight. Marcus, closing thoughts, and then we'll, we'll take it around the room here. One big, huge closing thought, Bill. Congratulations, my friend, on 10,000 subs. That's a lot of work. All of us in here know how much work it takes to do that. And, uh, yeah, congratulations, my friend. Thank you. Rick. Yep. Bill, congratulations. I should have said that at the top of the hour, but uh, it is a big deal. And I know a thousand is tough. 10,000 is a little easier and past 10,000 is going to be even easier for you. If you just keep putting out the great content you're creating. Um, and the last thing I'll say is try and get two more guys the next time you cross 20,000, because we're almost at the Brady bunch brick here at this point. <laughs> Pretty cool. And I think that makes Dobo Cindy. I think, I don't know. I'll that. <laughs> Rick's, Rick's really starting shit tonight. <laughs> Wait, has, has he drunk a beer with you on the show yet? Who Rick? Uh, had he a, had wine. He had Pinot Grigio. Oh, had three glasses of wine. Yeah, I was. I was pretty. You, you lost Housewives of New York. Never. <laughs> never mind. Sorry, nobody. Sorry. Nobody's went the rounds that Kelly's went though. <laughs> Kelly, you have any? You have any final thoughts? Yeah. Um, you know, kind of building on what you said a minute ago, Bill, is is that we have something really special with this group. You know, it's it's a group that. I, I, I appreciate being able to hop on with you guys. I feel like I'm talking to old friends and I kind of am, but ultimately we all have a very positive and a very supportive approach to what we're doing. I don't feel like this is a backstabbing or caddy kind of group. And I appreciate that. And I think someday 
you know, I, I've, I've often thought about this is like, will I stop doing YouTube at some point? Yeah, probably at some point. And I'm going to look back on this very fondly with great memories of hanging out with all you guys online. So thank you. And just, just like, like Bill said, there's no dress rehearsal. This is life. Live it and, and be happy and enjoy the moment. You know, it's not a destination. It's a, it's a, it's a journey. Absolutely. Mr. Thomas. Mine was more comical because Kelly gave me this flash being like 93 years old, dollar to wife. Honey, where are my teeth? I'm going live in five. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I can, I can see us doing that. Like when we're 96, 97, except with like little, you know, heads up mode or something. Are those and I, I'm, very, I'm very grateful for you having me on tonight. Bill. I had a good time and congratulations again on your 10,000 subscribers. Thank you, Bill. Appreciate that. Ken. Yes. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. Um, I'm glad I maintained sobriety for 90% of this show. I only had one beer. And um, I can't believe you've been doing this show for as long as you have. It's been, what, three years? Three Pretty years, damn cool. Yeah. yeah. And um, just uh, I'm, I'm thankful at the fact that you've never let any negativity stop you from creating and do and getting on here every single day doing what you do because i think that it's hard to put yourself out there in front of everybody and just make these videos and i think a lot of people discount that when you're creating content because it's not easy to put on a camera get in front of it and let the world chew you apart so just keep being you bill and that's the best you can do some days well you know i gotta thank you because you've been instrumental in your in your invaluable assistance and I greatly and for each of you as well Ron any any closing thoughts uh, Bill uh, maybe a little favor for the chat room here you're you have your logo right over your eyes we cannot see your eyes Thank yeah you. I know I gotta <laughs> and let people see see your 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 smile yeah okay there you go he's so, been a lone stranger you can actually see bill's face now at the tonight um but uh yeah i i said it once but i'll say it again congrats for uh ten thousand i know you put in a lot of hard work i've been you know with you for most of that three years either in the chat or, or on screen so i'm honored to be you know a part of you know what what you've done and, and i was honored to be part of you know when when you and I and Bill Thomas, you know, did almost a year of great shows. That was a great experience uh, also. And all these gentlemen here, Marcus, who I do a show with, is, you know, um, he, you know, he's such a, a, a good, you know, a co-host and friend. And, and Rick Smith, who's helped me answer a lot of questions, you know, always been supportive of me, sends me, I don't have your cup here, but I just use, I just use your coffee mug this morning, you know, um, uh, you know, great. And, and Kelly, who I met at Spin Up, who's, you know, who's again, always been, you know, uh, helpful and, you know, inspires me to, to do better things and be, be more like, be more like him. And, uh, and, and maybe Kelly, maybe when YouTube disappears, maybe my space will come back and we'll hop on that. And maybe <laughs> oh, like I still have it. So I saved it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, space is good <laughs> that's awesome i love that oh, well, and, you know. and, and, and ken also you know ken's also been a big inspiration to me I, i've loved the work he's done i mean uh, he kind of does it like nobody else does out there and i really appreciate that and uh you know so i want to thank the whole panel and uh thanks for being on here i'm going to quit talking because i'm going on too long i'm not going to be happy words here
Good night, everyone. The chat. Thanks for joining me up. Thank you so much, Ron. Well, you know, my, my closing thoughts for, for each and every one of you. Um, I want to thank Ron and Marcus. Um, you guys have been instrumental in helping me. Uh, appreciate all your invaluable ins- assistance and and being on the show at times. And um, and for your show, you guys do yeoman's work with um, uh, the the middle level segment of drones. Um, you really cover drones that the affordable drones, and you do fantastic work. You guys dive, take deep dives into these things. Um, you don't leave any stone unturned. You let your and, and you know what and, and like ken said you know you let you let them see your blemishes and i know that's one thing i like about marcus you know you know he 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 puts it he puts everything in there and 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 it, and it, and it makes it real it makes it authentic um you know rick you, you have been you your knowledge is just is just incredible and that's and your enthusiasm but but you know even even with your knowledge and i think what's even greater is your enthusiasm you're, you're, you're like a 13 year old on Christmas morning, you know, in your videos. And, and, and that's what I love about you. you. You never lose that enthusiasm, no matter what. And, and, and that is, I think, what makes you so successful on top of you, on top of your technical abilities. Kelly, um, you know, your, your passion for this is just unparalleled. You know, you have always taken, you've taken a deep dive into things and, and your emotional level, you're always even keel all the time, even when, you know, things aren't going well, you're even keel. Um, and you know, you deliver quality content day in and day out. And that's why you've been rewarded with as many people that subscribe to your channel as they do. Um, and Bill, you know, you have been so dedicated to this hobby and, you know, your show is just absolutely fantastic. Anybody that needs to find out and learn about drones, needs to watch Coast to Coast Drones Drone Therapy. Um, Bill puts on a great show each and every week. Ron's on there, so you know it's absolutely good, okay? Um, you know, and his other panelists that he has on there as well, too. They, they do an exceptional job. <clears throat> Ken, can't say enough about him. Um, he just, he absolutely nails it on his videos. And, you know, you get what you see with Ken, okay? He doesn't sugarcoat things. He hits you square on, you know, He's going to tell you the good, bad, and the ugly about this product, whether it's a drone, a camera, lens, accessory, whatever. And he does that. He has a great show on Wednesday nights at 9 o'clock. You know, definitely need to check him out as well. Um, You know, and Ron, uh, Ron, you've been been kind of hanging around me since the beginning. And you've seen, you you saw one of my most uh, unique moments ever in live when uh, police officers were walking behind the screen with me when I got squatted that time. So that was, uh, that was a night to remember for sure. Um, and thank God that was a one and done. So we're not going to, we're definitely not going to repeat that. So um, all in all, thank you guys so much. And a reminder to everybody, make sure you comment and, and we're going to pick Valerie and I are going to pick the winners. I'm going to do a random, random thing uh, generator that picks them in the comments. So, and you will have 48 hours to get back to me, email me your name and address, and I will get you your giveaway gift. So with all that being said, thank you guys so much. Thank the panel so much. And I hope everybody has a great rest of your evening. And as always, it's a great day to fly. Take care.